All right. What's going on, Munch? How you feeling, bro? Feeling good. All right, guys. This is uh, Munch and Reg here on the on the eight on the Anchor Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Number one of hopefully many. Yeah, we definitely gonna have to get it popping, bro. I think this is gonna be some fun. Nah, stuff. really. I mean, I feel like this could be so fun and probably get off topic sometimes and have even more fun. But let's hope uh, this first episode goes even goes pretty well and. I mean, I'm just, I'm happy. I'm excited. I know, man. It's been a minute since I talked to you, bro. So it's, it's good to hear back from you, much. So, uh, just, for, just for some background, everybody, me and the Munch went to high school together. So, yeah. we've we've had plenty of arguments about college football <laughs> before. So this will this will just add on to uh, it. Yeah. So I hope I hope you guys love uh, listening to two two guys just argue how the SEC is not the greatest thing. Well, he thinks it's the greatest thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is gonna be good. All right, well, all righty, let's get it started. Let's get it popping, man. So, going on for the slate today, how you feeling about the couple of big games we got? We got Florida and Auburn coming on at three thirty. Um, Buckeyes home states playing Michigan State there at seven thirty. How you feel about the big games today, man? Honestly, I'm rocking with Ohio State heavy this season. Um, if you, I mean, everyone knows if you've listened to my previous podcast, you know I'm a big Oregon guy. But I've been watching Ohio State this year, and I've just been saying, "Man, like this is a this is a team, right? This reminds me of the mm-hmm. of the two thousand what two thousand fourteen team when they won, yeah, with Zeke and all when they boys, won huh? the national championship. This is what the team that they remind yeah. me of. And I hope Justin Fields, you know, doesn't get hurt or something because he's he's truly leading this offense to something incredible. And I mean, the Florida Auburn game, I think that's going to be another great game tonight." I cannot wait for. Yeah, I I agree with that one, man. Going back to Ohio State, man, they've uh you, you hit it right on the right on the head there with going back to that two thousand fourteen team. I mean when you think about it, that's when they had Bosa coming off the edge, mm-hmm. right? Who you got this year, Chase Young. Um, great great running back room with Zeke and uh, you know, his backups and now you've got JK back there. But I think the main difference is Justin Fields. Um I believe uh at that time, you guys rotate through quarterbacks. I believe that's championship when you guys were playing uh, the shotgun. Uh, huh? Oh, yeah, Cardell Jones. That third stringer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Justin Fields is the big difference there because he can absolutely kill you with his legs. Mm-hmm. So, I think he's the big difference there between this year's team and that year's team, but they do look pretty dangerous. No, if I – if honestly, if I had to pick any team right now to say who am I putting my money on, it's actually – I'd probably say Ohio State at the end of it just because of – just how they've played, and I just think they've been the most consistent team this season so far. And, you know, I, I have to partly agree with you, um, and I guess this is where my SEC uh, bias is going to show, but, man, who have they played? No, that's fair. I, I think they've, they've, played a, they've played a bunch of dead bodies, and it's easy for me to say this because I, I, the SEC gets a lot of flack for not playing anybody, and we can get to that later. But uh, LSU normally always plays a pretty tough schedule. No, I agree. So I'm 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 an LSU fan just for a heads up. So I get I get pretty you know I'm out of that conversation when it comes to strength of schedule because it's always tough for us. But man, I don't think Ohio State plays a Power Five team out of conference this year, brother. I do not think they do. I know next year they do. Because next next Who year they start their home and home with Oregon. That's and, right. Oh, you're oh, excited I'm for that. Going one. to Oregon next year and then. Going to the game here the year after that, I can't wait. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. 
Well, yeah, man. Uh, but they they do look like a, I was a little I was a little sorry they jumped them uh, they jumped my tires last week on our bye yeah. week. So, but hey, so you got the you got to see this Auburn team firsthand, uh, very beginning of the season. My team will end up seeing them later in the season. But how they look? So Auburn, Oregon kind of blew the game. I mean, we were up twenty to six, and you won twenty one to twenty or something like that. It was a very close game. Um, I mean, the quarter Bo Nix. He's the young yep. stud, <laughs> is what he is. Honestly, he's he's consistent. He's not gonna make the mistakes that you would think a freshman would. Um, they're not gonna be the same Auburn team that's gonna be. You know, let's just keep pounding it down. If you, if that make, like how they they always seems like they're going for that big play every single play. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. they're just gonna move the ball down the field and play it smart, which is something different from Auburn, which I think is actually being very – it's very nice for him. It's it's different, and I think, honestly, Auburn has a good shot to maybe go even further this year. And, you know, I might agree with you there much, but they just have a ridiculously tough schedule. So up up to this point, they've had the toughest schedule. Um, and then going into this next next stretch of games here, I almost feel like they're kind of going to get burnt out, you know, with playing this tough schedule. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to go – they've got Florida this weekend. Eventually, they're going to go into Tiger Stadium. And then, obviously, the Iron Bowl is always, uh, always a crazy one. And then they've also got Georgia on the regular season schedule. Do they, do, year, have, they so. do have Georgia this season, don't they? They do, yeah. They do have Georgia this year, so potentially uh, Auburn or Florida's top ten team right now. Potentially Auburn by by the time we get to the playoff selection, you know, if they were to win out, they'd be a top ten team in Florida, a top ten team in LSU, a top ten team in um, Alabama, and then if they win the SEC championship, that's beating a top ten Georgia team. I mean, that's a that's a ridiculous stretch, especially what they endured early, early on the season. If they do so, that, I believe they have a nice spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely absolutely what do you have any uh big wins on the season that that man uh big that that georgia win oh, over right notre there. dame i thought i thought was huge um also another one that i guess kind of put the country on notice like last week was uh ohio state they uh, uh yeah they they were they were talked about uh, early on, but I think how bad they are, you know, how bad they beat Nebraska really put them on the map. So that's a that was another big win I had. No, I definitely I saw that too. I I was worried for. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because I on on my list here I had a Wisconsin's win against Michigan, and how they just yeah that's, yeah they just blew them out of the water. Like it wasn't even competition yeah. by the end of it. It was just. It was just lights out, and then on the other side for the big, the biggest losses so far is Michigan out Wisconsin. I mean, it, yeah. it went both ways. No one it didn't really make sense, but I don't think anyone was expecting it, Michigan to fumble the bag like that whatsoever. Nope, nobody was ready for that. Uh, I ha- I I know a lot of guys were. You know, most of the time when they do this preseason stuff, they always try to take the top four conferences and throw, you know, at least one team in there. So you had the Oklahoma, Bama, Clemson. And then it was surprising because everybody thought Ohio State was going to have a down year with the coaching change and, you know, bringing on all this new staff. Man, Michigan looks like they have a whole new staff. Yeah, you're right. And they partly, they, they partly do, but it's just crazy to see that there's – Michigan has similar talent and they just can't put it together on the field like the Buckeyes yeah, do. Yeah. So 
you know, going on, you know, going on to ugly losses, Michigan was an overrated team. A lot of people had them in the top I four. I agree. Um, preseason. A lot of people had them in the top four preseason, which I thought was crazy. But I, it, it was either going to be Ohio State, you know, killing everybody, or it was going to be Ohio State and the Big Ten was, you know, everybody had two losses this year. It was going to be one of the two. So Unfortunately, well, everyone's becoming bugs except for uh... – Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, that's and that's going to hurt. I really don't think it'll matter come down to playoff time because I don't think any Ohio State can lose anybody. That's been their big hiccup in the previous years is they've blown a game out to a nobody by 30-plus points. Um, I don't see anybody on the schedule that's going to do it to them this year, especially with how they're playing. No, not at all. And honestly, the most impressive team I've seen this year, it's got to be LSU. i got to hop on your team. I'm not going to lie. You like them, you like them boys, um, dude, huh? Yeah. You know how many passes Joe Burrow has missed in these first first five uh, weeks? I'm I'm pretty sure that he's got he only has three more incompletions than he does touchdowns. So I don't know the exact number, but it's he crazy. has twenty four incompletions this whole season. You know how many touchdowns? Seventeen. He has? I think it's seventeen. Okay, so I was a little off there, that's but that's still insane, insane though, isn't that? There's no yeah. reason. Joe Burrow is playing lights out. He, this Absolutely this season right crazy. now, he's 100 for 124 with 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns. I mean, besides besides Jalen right now, he's my uh, he's my second pick for Heisman. I think jo- Justin Fields is right up there too, but just with how uh, how well he's playing. And the, the, the other thing is, is everybody knows LSU for their run game. Mm-hmm. Dude, we we're averaging only like a hundred yards uh, on the ground a game. We are we are absolutely murdering teams through the air, and it helps when you've got it, uh, some elite receivers like. It's a do. different LSU team this year. The last absolutely. couple of years, you've just been ground and pound, and now it's just, you know. And uh, I I think the scariest thing about us is we have our our defense isn't playing up to par right now, but. We've probably got one of the most – in terms of just raw talent, we're not putting it together on the field right now. We've probably got most one of the talented defenses in the country. I can see that. So, while it's not while it's not shown on the field right now, we've had some injuries. I think by the end of the year, once we get it settled into SEC play, I think that's going to show. So. I agree. It's uh, – the, the playoffs are definitely going to be interesting this year. Um, might get two SEC teams then. You never know. Maybe. I mean, I had a – also, one of my impressive teams was Oregon, even though they were lost to Auburn. Mm-hmm. Just how, even after that loss, they recuperated and then won like seventy-seven to three. The next week, yeah, Oregon, Oregon definitely was impressive. Just because uh, everybody kind of looked at that game as okay, is the Pac-12 legit? You know, and not to say that not to say that that game made the Pac-12 non-legit, but we've kind of figured out that the Pac-12 isn't going to do anything this year. But Oregon was definitely impressive the way they bounced back just because that was such a big game on their mm-hmm. shoulders, you know, the, the way for them to eventually lose that game, but to just come back and, and uh, fight the way they have and win games the way they have, it's been pretty cool to watch. They've been nothing that. but dominant the rest of the season. And I, I mean, I, I watched Justin Herbert, who's one of my Heisman candidates and I see him play and it's, I, I don't see a better overall NFL quarterback into anyone else in this, in the whole college football. Like I yeah. look at how his mechanics, how he throws the ball, his decision making—it's you don't get any better than that. He looks like he's be in the NFL already. 
He does, and I think part of, I think part of Oregon's issue is they just whether they I, I haven't watched them much this year, so I don't know if it's the scheme or if they just don't have enough skill players around him. But um, they should they should have beat Auburn that game. I know Auburn's defense is good, but when you've got a quarterback that that that's that high level, man, is you you've got to you've got the help problem with out. Oregon will always be its defense. I mean, unfortunately, uh, Oregon had a, actually a very great recruiting class this past year coming in. But they're young. Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously they're young. But, I mean, when you have, you know, all of a sudden you go from a nobody recruiting school to all of a sudden number seven in the country in recruiting, mm-hmm. you know, that's quite some – yeah, and you got the over, overall number one recruit. Exactly. Kayvon Thibodeau out of – I forget where he's from, but that was a big pickup. And so it's – you know, I'm – I think Oregon is – they're on their way back. I don't think they'll be back – this year, um, I hope maybe at some point we can. I'm just worried about the quarterback situation, I guess, with Justin Herbert leaving since he's been starting, you know, for the past three years, four years, mm-hmm. ever since uh, Vernon Davis left, I'm pretty sure, after Mariota. Man, but you also got to think, I mean, Oregon, they're, I wouldn't call them QBU or anything, but they're at least known for having competent college quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, it might not always translate to the league. You know, with uh, Marcus, and then who was the guy before him that tore up everybody, but just did, never, never made it to the NFL? Uh, Masoli. Yeah, another guy. I was gonna say, I think it's another guy from Hawaii. Yeah, it's Masoli. Um, yeah. But you guys always seem to find him. So I think, and I think in that department, you're gonna be good. I think what's impressive about Oregon is, is you know, I, I'm pretty sure they've got the number one safety committed out of Oklahoma, Miles Slusher. Okay, I didn't even. That's that's it. Yeah, that's the type of stuff that you want to see, though, is getting these big-time defensive recruits. So, last year you made a pretty big splash, and this this upcoming recruiting class you're doing the same exact thing. So, that's, I think, like you said, if the issue's always been defense for Oregon, um, I think I think that's going to change very soon here, especially with Cristobal. No, I, I think Cristobal is actually a great fit for Oregon. I think mm-hmm. I think he fit in pretty nice. So, I, I'm really excited to see what these teams can do. I mean – I'm glad we're not overrated like Texas or Notre Dame, but yep. <laughs> I mean those are my underrated teams. I don't really overrated. Um, I, you know, it's going to be interesting though because, and this is kind of peeking ahead here just a little bit, but I just want to hit on this since we're talking about Oregon. You know, they they've got the one loss on the schedule. If they run the table and do it convincingly, the one they they really need Oregon to be good. Because you could look at the end of the year and say, okay, the best team in the Pac-12 got beat by the fourth best team in the SEC. Mm-hmm. You know, it it could it could come down at the end of the year, and even if Oregon does have one loss, the Masters would go crazy if if they would happen to do that. So, but I got to applaud Oregon for putting Auburn on the schedule. Not many Pac-12 teams would do that. Not many teams around the country would do that. So, shout out to Oregon. Bro. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> There you go, I mean, boss. Who who do you have for your playoffs right now? Man, are we are, are we are we going top four? Or are we we just saying who could realistically make it right now? Let's just do top four. I mean, I feel like it'd okay. be the same. Like, I always think there's a few teams. Well, in just, my opinion, I, I don't think there's much. Just do the first four and then I think last the, two out. First two. Out. Okay, yeah, that's where I'm at. I think there's a, I think there's six teams right now um, that are really just separate themselves from the best. Number one, 
I've got LSU. Really? Um, and that's that's just right now. Are, are we are we projecting to the end of the season? or Are we going right now? I did to the end of the season. I kind of looked at everyone's okay. thing. And... Then uh, I've I've got I've got a list for that too. So I don't have LSU one. Then in that case, I've got Alabama one. I think Alabama's going to mm-hmm. win out. And I think, uh, and this is key here because of my fourth team. I think Alabama blows out Georgia in the SEC I championship. I don't think I it's too. close. So I think it's like a three touchdown blowout. Um, number two, I'm going to have Ohio State. I think OSU wins out, and I think they beat everybody convincingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, part of the reason I, I have my third team also uh, beating everyone out, which is Clemson. Yeah, yeah. But the difference between Clemson and OSU is the dominance factor here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw something interesting. Uh, it was I, I follow two four seven. It's just like a little no, website yeah. for recruiting and stuff like that. But uh, one of the one, I was on uh, one of the websites, and they said, uh, "Man, ever since Clemson got popped for uh, those PEDs, they haven't looked as, as good." <laughs> and I'm like, "Man, that's that's a little crazy. They were killing everybody, and now they uh, they got caught. And I'm I'm sure they're testing everybody. So I just thought that was a little interesting tidbit there. But then uh, my fourth team, I got LSU." I think LSU wins out, and uh, they play Bama at home this year, and I think we lose to Bama close. Now, um, everybody's going to probably look and say, well, Pac-12, Big 12, how do you have two two SEC teams in there before you have those? Well, Pac-12, like I said, I think Oregon wins out, but I just think the fact that they lost to the fourth-best SEC team, I think that's what doesn't get them mm-hmm. in. Um, sec- and secondly, LSU also has a pretty tough strike to schedule, so I think that helps. And then uh, Big 12, I think Oklahoma beats Texas in a few weeks. I think by the end of the year when they play the Big 12 championship, Texas beats Oklahoma, which then uh, Texas beat your Big 12 champ uh, LSU at home. So that's how I came to a top four. It was Alabama, LSU, Clemson, LSU. I, I predicted to be in the mm-hmm. top at the end of the year. How are you looking at um, Well, Number one, I got Bama. I, number my number one, number two is Alabama, Clemson. I mean, I just don't think they're gonna fall. Unfortunately, I mean, I wish they would, but will they? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Unfortunately, um, three. I have Ohio State. I think Ohio State has. I think Ohio State honestly is the best team this year. As of now, I think they're playing as the best team this year so far. And then four, I have Oklahoma. I think. Jalen Hurts is leading this team. I've honestly, I think this Oklahoma team is better than the Oklahoma team last year. With how consistent, how dominant they've been, and their defense looks better as well. It's not as shaky as last year. It was just let's just score as many points as we possibly can and hope the other team doesn't score more. Mm-hmm. And then number five, I have LSU. Just getting snuck out. Number six, I have Georgia. I think – I do think the SEC is dominant, unfortunately. I mean, my rankings would go – it goes the SEC, Big Ten, and then it's everybody else because the, the, the yep. these are the t- two conferences that seem to be the only ones thriving at this point. I see no, like – And that's – yeah. Like, uh, ACC, what, what, who they – like, who they got? Clemson, that's it. Yeah, Clemson. You look at the Pac-12. And – They're they're shaky, they're, but – yeah, but at least with the and I I'd even in my personal rankings I've got I've got an SEC 
Big Ten, Big Twelve, but the Big Twelve, Big Twelve is close. And then I've got the Pac Twelve. I think the Pac Twelve is better than the ACC because I feel like the bottom teams in the Pac Twelve are at least halfway def- decent. The bottom teams in the ACC are just god awful. No, yeah. And Miami's one of the most talented teams in the country, and they beat you know Western Michigan for the blind by like three points last weekend. So, yeah. I you know I don't have any faith in the ACC. I agree with you there. I. I, I've never been able to get on with the ACC. I've tried to, you know, cut Clemson some slack. But even after the game last week with uh, North Carolina, that was honestly one of the greatest games I've ever watched. And honestly, that two-point conversion is what saved Clemson. I mean, the quarterback kind of made a poor read. And unfortunately, you know, that's what ended the game for North Carolina. I mean, if that quarterback makes the right read, it's – North Carolina wins that ball game with like three seconds I mean, left. But the other thing is, man, is that play call. I feel like you've got to get your guys in a position to win. The read option a speed, to an option. Uh, yeah. It, 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 the speed option to the right, man, just – I mean, number one, Isaiah Simmons, he's a really good uh, – he plays like free safety linebacker for Clemson, man. He sits on the right side. Mm-hmm. So, he – I'm pretty sure he's I – I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure he's the one that actually made that play. And it's just like you're going to run a speed option to the strength of their defense. I, I just – I thought it was a very poor play call. I did too. Um, I, did. I thought Mac – I thought Mac coached an excellent game up to that point. But that 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 read option to the right was just, man, that hurt Honestly, me a little bit. That whole game – I don't know if you watched it. But that whole game, Clemson seemed to be jumping that line fast. Like the yep. linebackers, everyone just – you know, they went forward every single trip. I was like, why didn't you just call, you know, old Tim Tebow jump pass? Yeah. Honestly, I think that probably would have been North Carolina's best call. As cringy as it gets sometimes that, with it being a jump pass. A jump pass or some type of play action. I, I think – I agree, though. I think you had to fake the run there. Yeah. I agree with you. Whatever You know, whether it's a jump pass or some type of play action off the run, I think uh, I think it was just a bad play call. So, and like I said, they got lucky. if he read the first read right, it very well could have been a touchdown. Yeah. You're you're right on that. Yeah, looking back at the play, you're yeah. I'm watching it now. He if he makes the if he if he gets that read, uh, that defensive. Yeah, you're right. That's it's pretty much touchdown North Carolina. Not to, but two point conversion North Carolina. Guess what? Two point. Yeah. It's twenty two twenty one with what sixteen seconds left. Yeah. If that. I mean. And Clemson, I mean, if Clemson loses that game, they're out. No, yeah, they're out. They're out. And that's the thing. If Clemson does lose to any of these ACC games, they're just automatically out because they don't play anybody. They have nothing that can save them. Oh, yeah. Like the SEC. Say Alabama loses to, I don't know, LSU. But wins out confidently in all their other games. They still have a good shot of getting in because they lost to LSU. Guess what? It's still another top five team. Exactly. Unfortunately. When you don't play any other top 25 teams, you don't have anything to base it off. Who who has – um, Clemson played this year. That is going to be, you know, in the. I mean, they're they're they probably Texas their A&M. best team. Yeah, and then they play Wake Forest, and that's that's, in Wake that's Forest. sad to say play, that I wow yeah. Wake Forest. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's that's literally everybody that plays soccer there at Wake Forest. Shout out David Rona. <laughs> there you go. Shout out to the homie. I don't know. Him, but... to the homie. He's very good at soccer for no reason. Today, I feel I feel like Waste Forest got some soccer boys up there. I believe it. Nah, they're they're they are good. 
I believe it, bro. Well, it's ridiculous. I mean, hey man, so uh, who's some teams that have surprised you this year? You know, whether whether that's in a good way or a bad way, who's some teams that surprised you? LSU. <laughs> I'm gonna be there like, you go. I honestly thought LSU was gonna have another year where it was, you know, downhill. It's not where they wanted to go. And they did the exact opposite. They went straight up, have blown teams out of the water, have shown dominance in every category possible. And you just can't you just can't beat it, in my opinion. Like Nah, you 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 really can't. And that's that's what's scary about LSU, man. It just as a as a as a school in general, Nick Saban is terrified of LSU. I don't know if you saw that quote, but he got inducted into the Louisiana Hall of Fame. He was the co- head coach here yeah. at the time. And uh, he said, man, I wish I never left LSU. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah. I mean, there is – we get – we get as far as recruiting goes, every, you know, they love the colors. They love the jerseys, man. It's our, our history with running backs, defensive linemen, corners. I mean, we've basically got it all except quarterback, you know, offensive linemen, wide receivers, you know, two of the best in the game right now, Jarvis and Odell, mm-hmm. both from the Tigers. So – We're both on the Browns. I think that – Go Browns. Yeah, and actually, their uh, Adam Henry, their uh, wide receiver coach for the Browns, was their wide receiver coach at LSU oh, yeah. that recruited both of them. So that's another another little tidbit there. But uh, I'm I'm over, I'm just impressed with Ed Ogeron, man. He's taking this team to another level, and uh, we put we surprised a lot of people this year, and that makes me happy that a lot of people are noticed to what we're doing. It does make me so happy to finally see that LSU is starting to come back and. You know, and I mean, the only other comeback I want to see is, you know, the NCAA video games, but that probably will never happen because, you know, the whole situation of the paying of players. What's your opinion on this? The whole paying players and if they should be able to make money and. Hey, sorry about that uh, much. My mic cut out there, but you were asking me about paying players. Yeah. Well, what what are you, what are you thinking about? Uh, I I mean, I don't really. I'm I'm not like one of those guys who like is like an advocate for either way. You know, I don't I don't get too uh, worked up about it. But I think the players should be compensated. Now, it's fair to argue that the players all are already compensated, and they are. You know. Be, being a fan of the SEC, I know what goes on, and anybody that tries to tell you it doesn't go on is just ignorant to college football. It absolutely mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Yeah. They're paying them anyway. Let's do it legally. That way we don't have any violations or kids aren't able to play because they accepted this amount of money illegally. Let's just do it legally. It's happening anyway, you know. So that's, that's why I'm out on it. I think we should just pay them. No, I've always thought – you know, I think the colleges should stay out of it, of the money side. I think players should just be able to, you know, you get endorsements, you know, get some sponsorships. Say, you know, you want to do like a Gatorade commercial or a Nike commercial or something like that. You know what I mean? And but as right. since you are still in college, you can only make, you know, like a hundred thousand. You know, that's it. You can't go yeah. over that. Anything over that? Well, sorry, too bad. Not, not yours. Right, and that's. But it's just crazy because. I'm, I watched football all day on Saturday. Off the, just off of me alone watching that game, I can't even imagine the amount of money that the NCAA makes. So imagine everybody doing that across the country, man. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I'm not, I'm not tuning in to watch Wyoming play football. I'm tuning in to watch Chase Young 
you know, killing offensive tackle coming off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> so if if, if, in, if in that game at halftime, Chase Young wants to do a Gatorade commercial, I'm not going to be upset by it. Oh, I think your mic just cut out again, bud. Oh, no. Did we lose him? Oh, no. No, he's back. He's alive. Can we make it out? Eh. I think we lost him. Did we lose him? You're still in. You're still in. Still in the call. What's going on? Reggie. Well, anyways, um, looks like we might be kind of a little bit short today uh, with some some technical difficulties and whatnot, which I'm fairly sorry sorry about. Um, but again, this is Munch and Reggie. I hope you guys enjoyed the, the short little show. We had our te- technical difficulties here at the end, which I hope never happen again. And probably should have another podcast for you here soon with a kind of follow up to you know all the big games today and what we thought and. uh I hope you know we can we can continue this and grow together and have one hell of a show. All right, guys, it's uh, been Munch and Reggie. Have a good one, and uh, go Ducks.